Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Please join me for Ask the Good Doctor. Each and every Wednesday, Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire will present solid solutions to create a healthy new you. Bring your questions. Good day, everyone. It's Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire. Welcome to Ask the Good Doctor. It is Wellness Wednesday. Yay! I am here to help you attain, maintain, and reclaim your perfect health. Please join me on Twitter at Ask the Good Doc and Instagram and Facebook at Ask the Good Doctor. I don't want you to miss an episode ever, ever, ever. Please like, comment, and subscribe also. Today, grab your Good Doctor notebook. We are going to have a little chat about healthy holiday survival. Oh, yes. It is time for the holidays and we need to survive it all. I'm going to give you some tips that will help to keep you on your healthy track. We don't want you to fall off of your wellness journey just because the holidays have arrived. In fact, it is a wonderful opportunity for you to show off your new fine self, yes, in front of everyone. And actually, if you've committed to embarking upon a wellness journey in the next year, this is an opportunity for you to start practicing right now. So grab that notebook. Number one, when you go to a holiday affair, the best way to ensure that you are satisfied with what's going to be there is to pregame. Now, why do I say that? I make sure that I am satisfied with food before I get to the party. Because with my diet, it's a bit restrictive for people who are not on a wellness journey. So I know that people may try to accommodate me or they may not, which is fine. And it either way, I am uncertain of even if they say, well, you know, we'll have something that you can eat. And then they usher me into this corner where there's cheese and crudite, and which I'm grateful, crackers and fruit and vegetables. Great. All right. Because many people who are not on a wellness journey don't exactly know what to give someone who's the rabbit of the group. Okay. Now, I am not just a vegetarian. I have a primarily vegetable diet, but I am not a vegetarian. I do not eat red meat and I do not eat pork, but I eat chicken, fish, and turkey. I am grateful when I go someplace else when people make an effort to feed me. I'm always grateful. However, they may not always get it right. And I just can say, oh, thank you for what you've prepared. Have a little bit and I've had enough. So that is why pre-gaming is valuable, okay? You're satiated before you go and you're not ravenous. Number two, don't skip meals during the day, even if you know you're going out at night. I'm saving my appetite. Oh, that is the worst thing you can do because that leads to overeating almost 100 
90% of the time. So eat your meals as regularly as you can during the day before you get to that party. And then that way you're guaranteed not to overeat just because you've been saving yourself for the whole day. All right. Now, I've been guilty of this too a time or two. And honestly, every time I have overeaten too much because I have saved my appetite for the whole day, I have regretted it. In fact, sometimes because I haven't eaten all day, when I get to where I can eat as much as I want, I find that I can't eat a lot at all. (laughs) So it's a backfiring effect, especially for me. I don't know about for you, but skipping meals is not a good idea when you know that you're going to have a big meal. It's actually, you know, that you're going to binge. So you want to, you want to save everything. You know, you don't want to eat a lot. Don't do that. Okay. Number three, contribute a healthy dish to the party. Oh yes. This is my specialty. When I know that I am going somewhere, I always ask, what can I bring? And they go, oh, I don't know. Whatever you want to bring. Oh, why'd you tell me that? Honey, I make something delicious and delectable. And if there is not something that can feed me at the party, I can always at least go to the dish that I know I brought. That way, there is always at least one thing for me to have at the party. Okay, maybe two, if the hostess was kind enough. But if I bring a dish, I am always guaranteed there will be at least one thing that is edible for me. I don't like to step away from my health plan just because it's the holiday. I don't. I like to stay on board. I make a commitment to say, I will not gain holiday pounds. I will not gain holiday pounds. I will stay on my path. I will stay. Now, am I going to treat myself? Absolutely. Stay tuned. And you can too. Number four, choose your splurges. Yes, choose your splurges. During the holy season, I like to call it the holy season. And I also like to say Christmas because instead of Christmas, because C-H-R-I-S-T spells Christ, y'all. And I don't know where we got duped into saying Chris, but Okay. Um, So during the Christmas season, I like to have, I like to bake. I love to bake. I bake delectable things, but I relegate myself to having one baked good, one homemade baked good a day. It is to the point now where I no longer enjoy store-bought goodies. I don't. I don't enjoy store-bought sweets at all. Something homemade though, organic sugars, unbleached flour. Now sign me up. Okay. So I choose my splurges and I also choose my ingredients very carefully. I have a book. It's called Kitchen Warriors 101 Homemade Healthy. And in that cookbook, I take traditional foods and desserts and remix them using healthy ingredients. Even pound cake, even pineapple upside down cake, y'all. Yes, in with healthy ingredients. And you first get rid of all the white stuff. No white sugar, no white flour, because wheat is brown, y'all. Yeah, it is. And so is sugar cane. Anyway, I digress. So you choose your splurges. What are you going to splurge on? That also can include 
choosing what day you're going to stay up late. I try not to stay up more, two nights in a row late. If I stayed up late last night, I won't accept an invitation for the next day. Or if I do, I make an early appearance and I disappear because I have to be committed to my sleep. And I'm grateful for the invitation. I'm grateful to see all my people, but I am not, I am not willing to risk what sleep depravity does to my body. And when you start paying attention to your physical responses, operating on a lack of sleep does not work for me at all. In fact, it doesn't work for many of us. In fact, the CDC says that more Americans are sleep deprived than any other nation. That's a travesty because we feel we're missing something. We have a huge a huge case of FOMO, fear of missing out if we're not present. I, I, I make every effort to try not to suffer from that. So I party and I party well every other day. Yes, I do. Now, if I'm away, like I'm about to be away, then it's a little more difficult. But so I self-moderate. And so I don't go as hard the second day. And I use it as sort of like a day to recover. So your recovery time is important because I count staying up late night as splurging. Monitor yours. Number five, think color. Mm. When you are preparing your meals, when you are taking meals or even eating, when you go to those parties, think about color. Think, have I had anything green today? It is so often that people can have an entire meal and have nothing green and have nothing green. For me, that's a national emergency that there are no green foods available. What? I need green. I need lusciousness. I need collards, turnips. I need all turnip greens I'm speaking of. I need broccoli rabe, Brussels sprouts. Those are the things that are staples for me. So when I go out, I'm look I'm hunting for spinach. Yes, I'm hunting for the things that are green. And if I don't see any, I'm having a problem. <laughs> so and then if if there's nothing green, then my next go-to is okay, where are the red peppers? Where are the yellow peppers? The green, the yellow peppers. Where are they? I'm searching for them because I want them on my plate. So think color. Thinking color when you eat also helps your digestive tract immensely. It ensures that you do not get constipated. And if you're traveling for your during this holy season, the last thing that you want to be is constipated. So if you constantly keep color on the mind, you will be keeping in the forefront of your mind, I'm maintaining this color because I need not to get constipated. You also need to, number six, choose your drinks wisely. Yes, yes, yes. And I do mean alcoholic drinks, y'all. Choose your alcoholic drinks, your alcohol drinks wisely. And then also what you drink behind them. If you have a drink, if you have, let's say, a glass of champagne, you should at least drink two glasses of water behind it. This 
keeps away dehydration. It really does stave off dehydration setting in on the body. You know how you wake up that next morning and your mouth feels crazy because you didn't have enough water? Okay, I rest my case. So you can alleviate that by drinking water behind every drink instead of drinking a drink and another drink and another drink and no water. I know many people who can party all night, drink drink after drink after drink, and never and never have any water. All right. You'll know you have had too much alcohol when you wake up in the next morning and your pee smells just like it. So your pee should not smell like the alcohol. Your pee should not be concentrated in a dark amber because that's another problem if you cannot dilute one gallon of water that's in the toilet. I digress. We'll do a show on that. I promise. But you want to make sure that you're staying hydrated as you are partying. Number seven, visit with the people you came to visit with. Oh my gosh. Instead of being snuggled up in the corner with a plate, a drink, and your phone or a tablet, visit with the people. Literally, make your rounds to every person in the room. Speak to those college students. Talk to them about their hopes, their dreams, and their challenges, and what they're going to be when they grow up and how things are going. Talk to those little babies. Speak to the elders. This is an opportunity to lean on them and to gain wisdom. We've all experienced a lot of death in these last few years. It seems like there's an acceleration of people dying. Cherish your people. Cherish how you have an opportunity to come together. If you have the means to travel, by all means, visit them. Visit with them. Find out the family history. Find out the family recipes, okay? And then remix them for health, okay? (laughs) In a healthy way. But visit with the people. Use this as an opportunity to toss out those devices and do something that is rarely done today. Talk. Yes, talk. It's oh so beneficial. Number eight, say no to the food pushers. Oh, the food pushers. You know, Auntie Mabel them. Come on, honey. Come over here and get some more of this macaroni and cheese. You only have a scoop. Yep, I only have a scoop. But the food pushers say, no, you don't have to eat the entire cow, all right? And you don't have to eat the entire salmon either, all right? And you don't need three lobster tails either, all right? Whatever it may be that the food pushers are pushing on you, if you have fixed your plate and sat down with it, it should be respected that that's what you choose to have on it a little bit at a time. My husband always says, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm going to go back. This is what I want first. He likes to eat in stages. I'm starting here. Okay. Start here. He moves elsewhere, but I like to have all my food on my plate at once. And I only have it once. And it took me a long time to get to the point where I was satiating myself with one plate of food. I have a, have had a hefty appetite in my lifetime. And I, I, would, I wouldn't say that my appetite is diminishing, but I would say that my choices of what I am eating, whole, more whole foods, it's more filling. And it keeps you full for longer instead of eating a plate full of macaroni and cheese, which will dissipate 
in an hour. Sort of reminiscent of Chinese food, yes? <laughs> Where it goes away and you're hungry in another hour. So say no to the food pushers. Number nine, eat until you're satisfied. Ah, Just until you're satisfied. To the point where you know that if you ate one more thing, it might push you over too far. If you know that you're going to eat one more thing and it will push you over too far, you've had too much because you could still have room for one more thing, but you're holding out. That's the perfect place to land. All right. Just to the point of being satiated. Perfect. Number 10, savor seasonal treats. Oh yeah. The seasonal treats, the hot chocolate, homemade hot chocolate, by the way, I hope that y'all having homemade hot chocolate and homemade eggnog. Oh, I think that's in my cookbook. Homemade eggnog. Oh yeah. It's a spin on Coquito and also a recipe from New Orleans. So I blend the two. Ooh, yummy, yummy. But no, you can't drink a whole container of eggnog or you will actually probably be doubled over and spending most of your time in a bathroom somewhere. But savor those seasonal treats. And, you know, you do a half a cup. Not a whole mug full of eggnog. No, just a half a cup of eggnog. And if you must have whipped cream on your homemade hot chocolate and your homemade eggnog, do homemade whipped cream and do it from scratch with heavy whipping cream with the blender or the mixer that if you walk away from it, it'll become butter. I've done that so many times that got started. Now it's butter. So you just throw some salt in it and use it as butter and start over. But heavy whipping cream homemade from scratch, ooh, it is so decadent and it is so good and it is so perfect. But it's not something that you'd want to do every day. So you want to savor it when you have it, watching those good Christmas sappy movies. We watch one every night at eight o'clock. Anyway, number 11, don't feel guilty about your splurges. Don't feel guilty. Splurge. Enjoy it. Stand in it. Rest up on it. Accept it. Because guilt cancels the positive emotion that you felt when you were doing it. And then when that negative emotion seeps in, It brings on a myriad of foul things that disrupt in the body. And it can even bring up anger. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute in another point. But don't be angry at yourself because you splurged. It's a decision. You're deciding to enjoy yourself. You're deciding to partake in the festivities And when you do, do it guilt-free. Tomorrow is another day. But you're not falling down as I'm giving you these healthy holiday survival tips. You're not falling down and enjoying the holy season. You are standing tall 
in the enjoyment. So you shouldn't feel guilty because I'm going to have one piece of pound cake every day. Yes, I am. Or my husband's, oh, my apple pie. Oh, yes. And I'm going to feel fine about it. And I'm not gaining weight because I am not overdoing it. Okay. So let the positive emotions settle in and refuse to feel guilt. And don't let anyone else make you feel guilty either. I thought you were Miss Healthy. I thought I never seen no health. Well, you've never seen a healthy person anyway. So what you talking about, Willis? Okay. So don't let me go there. <laughs> Number 12, eat close to your usual meal times. I know this can be hard. Eating close to your usual meal times when you're at the beck and call of other people, when you are visiting family and friends, or even when you're invited out, it's hard to eat to your close close to your normal meal times if they're inviting you at off times. And this is where pre-gaming gets to be even more and more important. And then that way, when it's time for the meal to be served, you can nibble, okay? Because you've already had your dinner at dinner time. I know a lot of people like to eat so late. They love to have late night dinners, candlelight dinners. I mean, and serve at 10 o'clock at night. I've been at that. <laughs> had that experience and everyone else is starving, but I'm good. Okay. Cause I pre-gamed, but I know that it's hard to say no, or it's hard to, uh, you don't have to be pressed when you're prepared. Okay. So, but just stay as close as you can to your mealtime when it's your choice. And that helps everything else to go smoothly. Number 13, don't go overboard at the company party. This is probably one of the last, one of the most important points I'm going to make in this episode. Don't go overboard at your company party. Say it louder for the people in the back, Dr. Brookshire. Don't go overboard at your company party. Now, while Becky and Susie and Karen and them can do that and get drunk and get have to get put into a car and hold their hair back over a toilet, you better not do it. Don't you do it. In fact, if I were you, I wouldn't have a drink in my hand that was alcoholic, even if you drink. I'm telling you, you'll be the talk of the party if you don't even have a drink. Don't drink in front of those people. Don't you do it. Now. When you're in your own private company or when you're in your company of your trusted circle and your trusted friends, letting your hair down at the company party is not the place for you to do it. You're being watched. You're being monitored. And while everybody else is full of Christmas cheer and doing what they do because they get to do it, they get a pass for how they misbehave at the company party. I promise you with everything that I know that I know, we do not. I'm going to let that marinate on you. Do not go overboard at the company party. I would pregame before I went there too. I would. 
come in my finest, baddest gear and pose and sit with my legs crossed. I don't even know if I'd dance. Maybe. If the music's really good, probably. And we outdance everyone. But otherwise, maintain your decorum. Because you don't want what happened at that party to come back to haunt you. I think I, you all know what I mean. Okay. Number 14. And this is the most valid point that I'm going to make. You've got to know when to leave the party or when not to go to the party. I'm going to exhale intentionally here. You do not have to go to Aunt Nita's house just because everyone else is going if you don't want to. Hear me and hear me good. Sometimes the holiday season stirs up many negative emotions because of trauma that has yet to be transformed. Trauma that has yet to be confronted. And year after year after year, that trauma is relived in you because no one speaks about it. Shh. We can't talk about that, girl. Boy, what you talking about? You know Uncle Sammy always acts a fool. And when you get to the point when you no longer want to sit at the feet of Uncle Sammy acting a fool, when you no longer want to deal with reliving your trauma because Cousin Bud gets to sit across the table from you and nobody ever let you share your truth, oh, I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Say no. Even if you have to be disruptive by being absent, see, you're being fair to yourself. You're being unfair to your spirit by allowing others to dictate where they say that you have to go and have to be, when really nobody can tell you what you can be, what you can do, and what you can have, but you. So. Do your spirit a favor. Save yourself some negative emotion. Say no this time that you won't be attending. And you don't have to make up some spectacular lie. I'm just not coming. I won't be in attendance. You don't have to count for me. I'll send my dish and stay home and take yourself a bubble bath and give yourself a facial. Okay, whatever. Send everybody else, but I'm not coming. It takes a brave soul to stand in that. It takes one who's present with themselves to be able to have the courage to say, no, 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 not today. Not today. I like how the kids say, they're going to learn today. No, they're going to learn. No. Because you have to be able to stand in the fact that you're perfected by God and you do not have to allow anyone who may make you feel uncomfortable 
by picking at your imperfections. You know the group, the ones who want you to spin around, jump upside down, drop it, drop it low so they can inspect you from head to toe and look in your ears and stick out your tongue. You only do that if you come to my office. I wouldn't make you do it at a dinner. But there are those who, <laughs> who want to just, you know, find something to fuss about, find something to nitpick about. And we don't have to be subjected to being the patsy. I stopped going to a few places because I was made fun of because I like vegetables and I was called rabbit and I stopped showing up because I don't have to. I don't. And neither do you. I want to give you the courage. Look in the mirror and give yourself permission not to do that to yourself again this year. Give yourself the love that it needs to caress your spirit because you are choosing to be healthy and to survive this holiday, mind, body, and spirit, all of it. And you don't need anybody else to try to drag that down. So for those of you who are grieving also and going back to Aunt Nita's house, brings back that floodgate of tears. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't cry, that you can't feel how you want to. I'm just one year out of losing my mommy. This will be my second Christmas without my mommy. And last year, I laid in bed when I woke up and realized it was Christmas Day and my mommy wasn't there. And I cried in that bed for an entire hour. I mean, wailed. And I finally got up and fell into my mother-in-law's arms. And I just let her rock me like a baby. Because that's how heavy the weight was. But I am blessed to have been in a safe space where I could do that, where my tears falling didn't agitate anybody, where nobody said, girl, what are you crying for now? I'm just crying, okay? My mama's gone and I'm crying. Is that okay with you? Be in a space where whatever it is you choose to do, they are okay with how you do it. That makes you okay. And that is how I know you will survive this holy season in a healthy way, mind, body, and spirit. That's all I have for you today, and I'm wishing you the best. I want to thank my team. IW, supervising producer, technical producer, Christopher Green, DJ Indy, our announcer, and our composer, Gene Ricks. Remember to let your eyes shine, cut back on the wine, Get good food fast and go easy on the greasy. Until next time, I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire here to help you attain and maintain your perfect health. Let's do it again next week, okay? God bless you. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.